You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. This is Green and Gold History. 50-plus years of stories, championships, and colorful characters. The A's world champion. This is A's Baseball. This is Green and Gold History. Hi, this is Vince Catronio. Each week all season, we're celebrating the Oakland Athletics' rich postseason history with a look back at decades of postseason success. So as we hearken back, let's relive some of the greatest playoff games in Oakland on this edition of Green and Gold History. The 2000 season for the Oakland Athletics was a key turning point. 91 wins and their first entry into the postseason for the first time since 1992, the beginning of a stretch of dominant regular season performances. It earned the A's an encounter with the New York Yankees, who were the sports champs in three of the last four years. Heading into game four of the division series, the A's were down two games to one, and their hopes rested on the left arm of a surfer kid from San Diego against one of the most intimidating and dominating pitchers of the generation. But when Barry Zito faced down Roger Clemens, it was one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland A's history. Even before the game, Zito, who didn't make his debut until July of that season, apparently was calm and cool, according to then-pitching coach Rick Peterson. So we're sitting next to each other in Yankee Stadium. It's about, you know, it's probably like 40 minutes before the game. And, you know, so I'm start, I start talking. You know, so he, here he is. This is his first playoff start, you know, in his first season, half season in the big leagues. And he's pitching against his idol, Roger Clemens, right? So I'm talking to him, you know, on the bench. We're sitting in the, on, the, on the bench in Yankee Stadium. Like, trying, like I'm trying to relax him, right? Like he needs to be relaxed. So I'm like going, hey, yeah, I said, hey, did your parents get in okay? Is that everything cool? Did you get your tickets? And they got in cool? And, you know, like just like mundane stuff to kind of bring everything down to normal, you know? Like, is everything cool? As I'm talking to him, he's like doing this panoramic view of Yankee Stadium, looking around Yankee Stadium. Right? And I realized he's not listening to a freaking word I'm saying, right? <laughs> he just looks. And he's taking this whole thing in, and then he turns and he hits me, like kind of taps me on the arm, and he looks me, we look dead in the eye, we're sitting about 12 inches away from each other, right? He goes, oh my God, Rick, I dreamt about this my whole life. Are you kidding me? Yankee Stadium, postseason, fall classic stuff, this is so cool. Well, if Barry was relaxed before the game, one thing a pitcher loves is early run support. And Almeido signs sent the A's on their way in the first inning. There's a swing and a drive. Blast to the deep left field, and there's your home run. A three-run blast by Almeido signs on Clemens' first pitch to him in the first inning. The A's are up three to nothing in the Bronx. Didn't sound like he got it all. Come on. <laughs> that ball was absolutely crushed. So you know, so much for it, an important bet, and no question it was because of everything that had happened negatively in the fourth spot. But Omedo signs as he did in his only pinch hit home run on Sunday at the net. First pitch, fastball hitter, and he jumped on it. A's fans were already becoming familiar with the pitching style of their new left-hander. But the national audience, narrated by Skip Carey and Joe Morgan, got a master class to enjoy. 
There's a great curveball. That takes care of justice, one away. And he looks like he's having a good time doing it. Gill is out on strikes. Yeah, that's the equalizer right there. When he gets you looking for the curveball, he throws that fastball, and you just do not have time to decide whether it's a strike or not. Doesn't get much better than that in New York. Beautiful. This, this kid is, he's on top of his game. I mean, that curveball is, we haven't seen anyone put it in play. Zito pitched into the sixth inning on this must-win night, and three relievers allowed one hit the rest of the way, as the offense kept the pressure on all the way through the ninth inning. Trying to stick a few pins in the balloon. There's a bouncing ball, slowly hit to third, bare hand pickup attempt, Brocious can't come up with it, safe at first base, Bo Porter, I think it'll be an infield hit, in from third base with the fourth run of the inning is Chavez, and it is now 11 to 1 athletics. And you know, it just didn't, Brocious did not have the same effort. No. Nope. I mean, just in that approach to the ground ball, it's as if, what's the use? What's the sense of trying to throw him out? So Bull Porter gets a base hit and an RBI. And then the A's closed it out at the stadium in the Bronx, leaving the mic off for old blue eyes. And the pitch on the way. A swing and a fly ball in the shallow right. A little pop-up. Manichino out. He has it. Manichino in front of the home folks makes the final putout on a pop fly to second base in the bottom of the ninth inning. The Yankees leave a runner on. And now they will leave with the A's on accompanying flights across the nation and tomorrow at five o'clock Pacific time at the net in Oakland, the A's and the Yankees will battle it out to see who wins this series. The athletics have even it tonight, scoring three on a signs homer in the first, three more in the sixth, and then building to a final of 11 to one. Zito and the A's stare down Clemens and the Yankees making game four of the 2000 ALDS, one of the greatest games in Oakland playoff history. The Oakland A's and the American League Division Series have long been an exercise in futility. In the Hudson Mulder Zito years, the A's reached the ALDS four consecutive seasons from 2000 to 2003, only to be bounced from October baseball. The A's finally exercised that demon in 2006, and Game 3 of that ALDS is one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. The A's opened the 06 DS in Minnesota against Johan Santana and the 96-win Twins and took their first two games in the raucous Metrodome, setting up Dan Heron versus Brad Radke at the Coliseum for Game 3. Oakland got their loud fans into the game in the second inning with Eric Chavez at the plate. Here's the 2-1 to Chavez. Swung on, hit the deep right in the corner. Way back, and the A's have taken a 1-0 lead. Chavez smokes it into right field in the bottom of the second one nothing athletics it was about 30 feet fair just to the right of the steps in the lower deck and deep in the lower deck in right A's one Minnesota nothing following a Jay Payton base hit Marco Scudero set sail on his incredible day at the plate. Peyton leads the first to short lead. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Scudero and Radke deals. And Marco, line drive, right center, base hit. That's going to get through. Peyton is rounding second. Now he's going to third. The ball played back by Kadire. Peyton scores easily on a double to right center by Scudero. And now it's 2-0 in. 
The A's, who won 93 games during the regular season, had power in their lineup with Chavez, Frank Thomas, and Nick Swisher, and intensity for Milton Bradley. Infield hoping to turn to A's lead at 2-0, bottom of the third. One out, one on. Kotze with a short lead at first. The 2-1 pitch set in the air to straightaway center. It's got some carry. Back is Hunter to the wall. Goodbye! Off the back wall from Milton Bradley. A mammoth shot to dead center. He scores Mark Kotze and doubles the Oakland lead to 4-0. He hit that ball a ton. The Twins made it a 4-2 game into the seventh inning. But a two-out Justin Morneau error at first base set up a swisher walk to extend the A's lead. And then Scudero stepped into athletics lore with this swing for the ages. And the reality is, Ray, that many players' careers and their legacies are determined at this time of the year. October is where memories are made. And Marco's begun his with uh, three RBIs, three doubles in this series. And the A's trying to sweep this uh, series against Minnesota. Bases loaded, one and two to Scudero. Righty versus righty. Cranes pitch, line down the right field side by Kadire. Fair ball in the corner. He's going to clear the bases. Chavez has scored. Peyton has scored. Here comes Swisher. Here's the throw. He's safe. He's safe. Marco Scudero, a bases clearing double. It's 8-2 Oakland. Finally, a chance to play in the ALCS for the first time since 1992 is wrapped up in Oakland. Athletics 8, Minnesota 3. Third game of the 06 Division Series. And the A's dug out all season. Injuries. They're ready to erupt if Houston Street can get the final out. Bartlett leads at first, Castillo back to the plate. The outfield shallow in their toward left. Chavez close to the bag at third. Street out of the stretch. He's ready now. The 2-2 pitch, a fly ball to left. This is going to do it. Jay Payton is there. He makes the catch. The A's are moving on. The A's have won the series. They've swept the Twins. And the A's advance to the ALCS. They're going nuts at the Coliseum. Game three of the 2006 American League Division Series, an 8-3 win over the Minnesota Twins, one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. By the time the 1974 World Series rolled around, the Oakland Athletics already had a reputation as an in-team fighting, owner-meddling, super-pitching with great defending club to win back-to-back -back fall classics. But to win three consecutive? Well, that hadn't happened since the Yankees of the 1950s. In the first All-California World Series against the Dodgers, Game 5 solidified the Athletics as a dynasty. And that game is one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. After splitting the first two games of the series in L.A., the two teams moved north to the Coliseum where Oakland took the first two games and a commanding three games to one lead. Vida Blues started game five versus Don Sutton and his battery mate, Ray Fossey, doubled the A's lead early in a big way. Ray Fossey steps out. On deck is Dick Green, who's been a defensive whiz down at second base for the A's in this series. The strike one pitch from the right-hander Sutton. And there's the curve, hits deep to left field. Back goes Buckner. Gets the home 
Dodgers tied the game with two runs at the top of the fifth, and it stayed that way until the bottom of the seventh inning. But before that inning began, fans threw debris on the field and delayed the game. But once it was cleared, Joe Rudy helped take the A's back to the lead for good. The A's have not scored since the second, and Ray Fossey homered. There's a long drive. did not have a hit in the series, but his impact came with his great ability to be in the right place at the right time on defense. With series MVP Raleigh Fingers pitching for the fourth time in the series, Bill Buckner led off the top of the eighth inning for the Dodgers. And he's facing a difficult out, Bill Buckner. Buckner lines it in the right center, and the Dodgers had the tying run on. Ball gets away! And on to second. North played that casually. He's coming on to third to throw. strength so well. I love to play defense. I, you know, it was it was fairly easy to catch a ball every now and then, but during the this uh, 74 World Series, I I got a few chances and I and and you got to have some chances if you're going to make some decent plays and I probably made a couple plays during that World Series. Probably out of the best 5 I ever can remember, I had two of them during that World Series. And then in the ninth, the A's stepped into history. Fingers deals a comebacker. Fingers has it and it is a madhouse here at the Oakland Coliseum. High up in the heavens, the rockets are going off. Down on the field, thousands of youngsters pouring out of the stands. The ball players battling for their lives to get back into the dressing room. And the A's have done it. They have beaten a young and inexperienced Los Angeles club four games to one. The captain, Sal Bando, said it best. You know, it's so true that there's so many great players that never got to a World Series that played the game of baseball and to get it, get there three times and win it three times is special and it's something that no one can ever take away from us. And the dynasty was complete. Three consecutive World Series wins for only the second time in baseball history. And it belonged to the Oakland Athletics, 
thanks to Game 5 of the 1974 Fall Classic, one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. Up until 1981, Major League Baseball did not suffer the cancellation of games, the magnitude of the baseball strike that commenced on June 12th of that season. 51 days of baseball silence, 713 games canceled, and for the first time, a split season. It was Billy Martin's second year as manager of the A's, and his hard-charging Billy Ball style pushed the A's to the top of the West in the first half. Well, Kansas City won the second half, setting up their first division series of this type. Oakland won the first two games in Missouri, bringing us to Game 3, one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. Rick Langford faced off against Larry Gura. 22-year-old Ricky Henderson led the American League in hits, stolen bases, and runs that year. And in the first inning, following a walk and a steal, he was at second base with Tony Armas at the plate. And this common occurrence became known as a Ricky run. 3-2 pitch, hit back through the middle, and White backhand picks it up as Henderson comes home, and then his throw is offline. So Oakland takes the lead when White was able to stop it from going through as he recovers cleanly and makes a good throw home. He probably gets it, but his throw is toward first base, and the A's take the lead. Over the years, with Ricky leading off and Dwayne Murphy batting second, it was poetry in motion. One Ying to the other's Yang. And on display in the bottom of the third. And of course here, Dwayne would like to hit the ball to the right side and move Henderson along the third for Cliff Johnson. With him on third base with only one out. Murphy bunning. White shoveling and throwing it by Aikens as Henderson round third and comes in to score. And it's two to nothing Oakland. The Royals got their lone run of the game in the top of the fourth to pull within one run. But the A's went back to work in the bottom half of the frame, and infielder Dave McKay, not known for power, still extended the A's lead with one swing. Dave McKay, the batter, walked in the second inning. One to the count. I wouldn't be surprised to see Larry Gurr settle down now or start pitching the way he can, which is to move the ball and get the ball down in the strike zone. A lot of his pitches have been up so far. one lead to the top of the ninth and gave the baseball to Dave Beard, a hard-throwing left-handed reliever who was a September call-up and appeared in just eight games. But he got the ball to close it out against John Wathen. Now the Royals are down to their last strike. The A's bench jumping up with every pitch. The fans on their feet cheering with every pitch from Beard. Out of two and two. Beard has retired the three men he's faced. 
He's trying to get the fourth, the 2-2 pitch. Fastball struck him out, swing! Beardus struck him out to end the ballgame. And the A's dug out a rough. They're going to kill Beard if he isn't careful. A sweep of the series that got the A's back to the championship series for the first time since 1975. That makes game three of the 81 division series against the Royals one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. By the time the 2013 American League playoffs began, two Oakland storylines began to collide. First, Sonny Gray, a peach-fuzzed first-round pick with pitching pedigree worthy of A's standards reached the majors. And Stephen Vogt, a 28-year-old rookie who came to Oakland from Tampa Bay where his major league career began 0 for 25. Their partnership in game two of the division series that season makes it one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. Detroit won the opener 3-2 behind Max Scherzer, and Gray was opposed by Justin Verlander. Already a Rookie of the Year, Cy Young Award winner, and six-time All-Star. Ray Fossey knew what was on the line as the game got underway. You're 23, and you just came off, you've been in the big league six weeks, and you're pitching a very, very big game. There's a lot on his mind, and I think if he can get through the first inning, that's going to be huge. Here's the 2-2 to Austin Jackson. Swung on it, missed a breaking ball down and away. Jackson K's, and that's the way our ball game begins. Gray was the rookie, and the Tigers had a veteran lineup. But the Tennessee native was unfazed in the third inning, starting with Torrey Hunter. You have a veteran hitter with a youngster on the mound. If he can do something, that pitch wasn't that close. And Torrey knows it. he made it look like yeah, it was. Exactly. Yeah, he backed off but just nothing else to try to get in the head of Sonny Gray. And he got 48,000 people pretty upset. 2-2 pitch. Swing! And a miss up and away by Octane at 96 from Sonny Gray. And that finishes off Torrey Hunter. I think Sonny Gray will have a battle of intimidation with Torrey Hunter. Then that season's MVP Miguel Cabrera followed and got the same treatment from Sonny. The wind, the one-two to Cabrera. Swing and a miss. What a third inning for Sonny Gray. He strikes out the side. Jackson, Hunter, and Cabrera. One, two, three, go the Tigers. We go to the bottom of the third. No score. Gray and Vote, together at AAA at season start, had a strong bond, as evident in the fifth inning with Austin Jackson at the plate. Well, this is the time for the strikeout pitch exactly. if he has it, right? And Iglesias with good speed, you have to figure he's on the move too. So it'll be a strike him out, throw him out, ideally if that's what it can get. Iglesias is at first, and Fonte is over at third. And now the stretch. Runner goes, a 3-2, swung out of miss, throw by vote, tag by Sogard, double play! An inning-ending strike him out, throw him out, double play! Sonny Gray with a fastball blazing over the outside corner. Jackson strikes out. Iglesias was running, and he's nailed by Stephen Vogt. 2-4 on the play at second base. The Tigers fail to score. And halfway through our ballgame tonight, after four and a half, it's still nothing-nothing. Verlander was, as expected, dominant for seven innings with 11 strikeouts. But the story of the night was Gray, who bested him with eight innings, matching him zero for zero. Graham Balfour pitched the ninth inning to send the game to the bottom of the ninth. Bases loaded, and Stephen Vogt, a Visalia native, delivered the big hit, which began a mutual love affair with him and the green and gold and their fans. High drama. Oh. Extreme tension at the old ballpark in Oakland. 
One ball, one strike. The winning run is 90 feet away in the ninth in a scoreless game. Porcello peers in to get his sign. First base side of the rubber. And now the 1-1 pitch. Here it is. And it's swung on. Line to left. Base hit. And the A's have won it. Cespedes scores from third. A line drive. Base hit to left by Stephen Boat. And the A's have even the series. A riveting pitcher's duel. And in the bottom of the ninth inning, the only run of the game is scored by the Oakland A's on a base hit to left by Boat. One nothing athletics, and we go to Detroit tied up. While Vote was the man of the moment, he made sure everyone remembered who really was the headliner on that night. Tonight was about Sonny Gray. Now I'm going to go there. Um, what, what an outstanding job he did. I, I literally am a loss of words. He's a good friend of mine. I've been catching him all year. Triple A big leagues. And for him to go on this stage in this setting when we need a win, you know, it, this is a must win for us. And for him to go frame for frame with Justin Verlander, arguably the best pitcher in the game, is just what an outstanding job for Sonny. You please, please give him all the credit tonight because if it wasn't for him, we would not have won this game. Game two of the 2013 Division Series, still one of the greatest playoff games in Oakland history. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 